Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. We're beginning the book of 2 Corinthians today out of the New Testament. So if you got your Bible, grab it and turn to the book of 2 Corinthians. Now Paul wrote this first letter, 1 Corinthians, to the church in Corinth. And he wrote it from the ministerial front lines, if you will, of Ephesus. That's where the war was raging. He wrote at the end of 1 Corinthians... Quote, a great and effective door was opened unto me, but there are many adversaries, end quote. You got to know that Paul's letter, Paul's letters, were not written on his laptop in a comfortable study somewhere. Paul, he considered himself at war, and so the directives he addressed uh, naturally came with a very real sense of urgency and seriousness. The first letter to this church in Corinth gave us a picture of the problems that existed there. Now we know, for those of you that were here with us, that there was carnality and a great deal of immaturity coming out of that church. Now this is certainly a dangerous combination in any scenario, in any situation, but especially in a local body of Christ that is supposed to exude the heart and demeanor of Christ. Before during and after the writing of this letter, Paul was trying to visit this church in Corinth. These believers there apparently knew this and seemed to be a little upset by his delay. That attitude was a fitting manifestation from this body of believers because they were like children that were crying because they weren't getting enough attention or certainly not the attention they wanted. You see, a child's world revolves around only himself or herself, so thus they have very little care about others' lives and others' callings. Paul was at a critical point of ministry in Ephesus. Unfortunately, the Corinthian church did not seem to have a lot of concern about that. They didn't seem to understand it or care. They did not understand the realities of ministry, the realities of frontline service. Indeed, they were children and when it came to maturity, just as many church people are today. Many are apt to respond the way the Corinthian believers did when they don't get the attention they want, especially pastoral attention. Yet the believers there, besides all of this, were indeed growing, albeit painfully slow at times. Paul's first letter, it seems, did have an impact despite it all, and there seems to have been, on some level, a positive response on their part. They had begun to change their ways and in adherence to the directives that Paul had given them in the first letter. Now, just like our modern churches, there were no doubt those who would not tolerate God's directions on these matters, and they no doubt moved on. They left that church in Corinth. There were definitely those in the Corinthian church who rejected Paul's authority as a pastor. We know that. Therefore, along with his instruction, so nothing he had to say made any difference to them. No doubt the Corinthian church now, well, was a little bit smaller. But also far more pure in the aftermath of Paul's first letter. 
You know, there'll always be some who will not have a teachable heart and they will not receive correction. This usually does not come from the new believer as we might think, but most often rather from the old wine skid who believes he or she is, well, spiritually arrived, if you will. A lot of people may circumcise their bodies, but on the other hand are unwilling to circumcise their hearts. They will not cut away the flesh from their spirit of pride and self-righteousness. In any church, these individuals are like a cancer. It's a spirit of rebellion that will no doubt infect the whole body if left untreated. It's a nasty spiritual virus that can potentially sicken the entire church. Paul here opens up his heart in this letter, and he does so, as we will discover, to a greater degree than really in any of his other letters. We're going to see a personal side of Paul that is unparalleled elsewhere in the New Testament. Will not miss, cannot miss, the sense of joy and passion he had in serving the Lord, as well as the physical and emotional cost that was involved in him persevering. For Paul, loving Christ meant serving Christ, and he did so with all of his heart, soul, and strength. Christianity was not a belief system for Paul or a mental ascent to him. No, it was a radical lifestyle that was lived out in the physical realm. Paul did Christianity. He lived Christ. Paul's first letter dealt with corrections and conditions within the Corinthian church, while his second letter will focus more on ministry within the church. His role in the first letter was that of a teacher, and now in the second, it seems he's going to embrace more the role of a pastor. He is more personal, more intimate, more leading. Apparently, the church in Corinth had responded to Paul's first letter, so now Paul is responding to that letter. Wouldn't it be great to have that letter, their letter? But even without it, it's often easy from Paul's response to extrapolate how they reacted to Paul's first letter, along with more questions from them that Paul would address later in this letter. Throughout this letter, Paul will speak of the blessings and the trials of being a servant of Christ, along with all the training and all the experience that comes with such a journey. Paul, of course, will be their example throughout. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.